Thank you for tuning in to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. I'm your host, Red. Thank you so much for being here. I greatly appreciate it. Now let's jump into this new episode. <laughs> let's jump into this new episode, shall we? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. It's your girl, Red. Hey, how you doing? Listen, (laughs) I know every time I'm gone for a minute and come back is something different. Honestly, one week I thought I put out an episode. Apparently, I did not. And I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back with the jump off. Now I'm lying. Um, (laughs) I do apologize. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. I think I said that already. Hey, how you doing? I have missed y'all. I promise you I did. If you hear any noise in the background, I'm recording at a different time of day. Um, I got to get in where I fit in right now. Uh, So you might hear a dog or two in the background or something like that. I'm going to try to play some music and override it. And you might hear a car or something like that. I don't know. But, hey. How you doing? How your mama now? How you peoples? What's going on in the world today? Besides the normal BS and foolery. Um, let's go ahead and jump, before we jump into just scrolling, um, rest in peace to, I believe her name is, you know what, no, I'm not going to do her real name because I always mess it up, I'm going to do her character name, um, Walona from Good Times, um, the grandmother from You Guys Serve, Elgin Eugene Smith Barrett the third. <laughs> that was my movie for the longest. She passed. Um Oh Jesus, sorry. It was another I think it was another actor or actress who passed away. But also Nate Good, I believe his name was. I'm sorry. The man who was executed in Alabama. I know for sure his name was Nate. Um we're gonna cover that in probably in the next episode because I have to get my mind right for that and I want to make sure I got all the facts straight so we're going to jump into just scrolling and we're going to start out with something fairly old but do y'all remember the uh y'all remember the little boy I believe his name was Caden Bailey who he's Australian he was being bullied at school He's nine years old and he has a form of dwarfism. The video he was in went viral because he was this little boy was suicidal. All because he was being bullied at school. Kids would pet him on his head, talk about his height and different things. And every day, you know, the mom would set, you know, try to tell him the things that we not we as parents, because I don't have kids. But uh, even parent figures try to tell our kids or nieces, nephews, whatever, ignore the bullying, ignore the words, or you try to teach them things to defend themselves. You know, some people teach the kids how to jank back or talk, you know, talk back or ignore whatever. But the mom been doing what she could as a parent. Hey, just ignore the kids you're special you know reinforce good things all of that but this particular day 
Caden came running to the car just crying and wanting he asked for a knife to kill himself he said he wished somebody would kill him and he wished somebody would shoot him all of these things which I oh being someone who's dealt with attempting suicide I attempted suicide at a young age I did I attempted suicide multiple times um before the age of 10 some like one major one my mom knew about and my family knew about but I don't think my family really knew how many times I attempted I attempted it especially at a young age so being someone who's gone through that and I still have my battles with you know suicidal not episodes but suicidal thoughts every now and then it 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 puts you in a mindset of helplessness it puts you in a mindset of no one knows what I'm going through this is not going to get better and to go through it every day constantly with me being albino third grade I came home every day or just about every day from school and I cried and I didn't let anyone know like I was getting bullied on the bus I was getting bullied uh, in class but, you know, back then, we didn't really say bullying. We, you know, oh, I was getting, you know, I was getting janked on or whatever. And I'll either defend myself or I'll just sit there and take it. It was a little boy named Devin. Devin, when I see you again, you're going to catch these hands. I promise you. I, I guarantee you I'm going to beat your ass. But, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be working on myself and letting old things go. But, <laughs> um, third grade, like, on the bus he used to hit me and watch me turn red and he used to tell the other kids y'all watch this watch this watch this and he would hit me and he'll see he'll you know point out wherever he hit me at and he'll watch me turn red or whatever and it was like that going through that it's a feeling of helplessness and like even if you tell an adult the only thing that main thing that's gonna happen is he gonna get rolled up and you're going to be back at school and it's going to be 10 times worse because now I done got you in trouble. But by the grace of God, people have stepped in to show Caden that there's good people in the world. Um, there's a comedian and I believe he's an actor as well from uh, California or who lives in California named Brad Williams, who also has dwarfism. Uh, I believe it's the same exact kind Caden has. And he told him you know this stuff like this has to stop because these kids which is true these kids have been taught to bully someone or talking about someone or treating them differently because they are different they look different they have different you know they have a different ability or whatever and money was raised um i believe the last count that i saw it was at like two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars um in a gofundme they was raising money for him to go to disneyland and not just brad williams reached out um but i believe wrestlers offered to bring wanted to bring him to wrestlemania um what else different airlines were offering tickets hugh jackman who was also australian 
um, told him that he had a friend in him. And it just, it was an outpour of love. So Caden, get strong, stay strong. Like I said, this is like somewhat older. This is like a, uh, two weeks old. But Caden, continue to stay strong and know that there are wonderful people in this world. It's, it's some janky people, but it's also wonderful people in this world that will outpour love to you. Complete strangers at that. Now, to another just heartbreaking story. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video with, I believe the little girl name is Ed, Ariana. Ariana or Aviana. I think it's Ariana. But the little girl was getting her hair done. And she was on live. Or the hairdresser was on live. And the little girl just looked in the camera. And she saw herself, I guess. And she just said, I'm so ugly. And it caught, you know, it caught the hairdresser off guard. Like, what? She said, you are not ugly. And she began to tell the little girl. She was like, you are beautiful. You know, you have dimples and all that. And the little girl just broke down. So this is something like y'all protect your kids. Instill, man. Once I tell my nieces on a regular basis that they are smart, they are intelligent, they are beautiful, they are strong. Whatever I make them write it, like pour into your kids. That's what this hairdresser did. She poured into this little girl. She said, "You are beautiful." You have beautiful dimples. You, when you grow up, you can. You're going to be the best. You know whatever it is you want to be. The little girl said she wanted to be a teacher. She said you're going to be the best teacher that you that anyone can ever be. You're going to be the nice teacher. You're going to be the teacher that all the kids come to. You know you're going to be the best at whatever it is you choose to do. She started naming different things about the child that are great qualities. She was like, and what's worse is that the little girl is four. She's four. And she just ran like saw herself and went, I'm so ugly. So this is something that she's seeing from someone else. And parents, you have to be careful what you do or say in front of your child because your child is soaking it up. Be it they say it in front of you or behind your back. Your child is soaking everything that you say, everything that you do, they're soaking it up like a sponge. And they're repeating it back to you. Sometimes, you know, as parents or parent figures, whatever, we forget that there's someone under us looking up to us. Hey, they're going to mimic us one day. The things that they're learning isn't just in school. It's from us, too. So our mistakes, our bad habits, our whatever insecurities, all of that, we can unintentionally pass down to a child with no hesitation. It's unintentional. And unfortunately, you have people in this world that does it intentionally. And that's horrible. They need that. Mm, mm-mm, no, no. But the little girl was like, I'm so ugly. Beautiful, beautiful chocolate, baby. Beautiful hair, beautiful dimples, beautiful smile. Like, and the hairdresser just started pouring into her. So this is, you can tell, like, this is something that she has seen she has picked up someone around them has said they're ugly or someone at school has said this to her be careful what you teaching your kids because kids aren't born ignorant or aren't born with hate in their heart they're taught that 
don't teach your kids ignorance because then they go to school and they spread ignorance or they spread stupidity and they spread it on the wrong child don't don't do that don't teach your don't teach your kid how to be ignorant because then they're gonna come across a kid like mine or well i still claim them as my kid you know even though they're my nieces they they're gonna come across a kid like mine that's going to come to me and then i'm going to come to the school and we can't have that because i don't have the bail money in my account right now for donkey kicking somebody's child in the chest okay but uh adriana abiana little baby little chocolate drop you are beautiful honey you are a queen in the making. I'm going to tell you like I tell my nieces. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are beautiful. You are a queen in the making. Never forget your crown. Even if it slants. Even if it needs to be readjusted. You never forget your crown. And you never let anybody else make you forget that you have a crown. Moving along. Because we're going to end this on a little rant. Because I was doing what I doing was just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet. And came across this video um, of an interview. Corey Holcomb. You know who he is? No? It's okay. He irrelevant and shit. Um, came across a video of an interview he did um, at a Chicago radio station. Basically putting down big girls. Now, as I just said, you have to pour into your children. Because society will try to push this narrative of they're not beautiful they're not worthy they need to look a certain way to get chose this is what Corey said as far as you know oh women always be talking about men this men that like, I can't stand a woman who's 300 and something pounds and they be like oh man just da 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 like no look at you you always when you look at how you looking they always gonna be just doing whatever like me and uh lizzo's name was brought up and he was like you really believe lizzo is attractive like i don't understand why this narrative is pushed that big women can't be attractive i'm dealing with it myself as far as sorry as far as unlearning things that were unintentionally taught to me as far as my beauty and all of that and I learned which I you got to stick around to hey honey because I go deeper into this but I've learned things about myself because counseling and therapy is just father God um but I've learned things with, about myself, about how I view myself. And when you put it on paper, it makes you go, ooh. So to have this person, this irrelevant, misshapen builder bear, say that Lizzo is, oh, that's one of them, you know, I call her the bottom of the ninth girl. Because she gonna always stick around to the end, waiting for, you know, to be chosen, just hoping. Like, you don't want to see a big girl cough in the morning and all that. Like, just a bunch of unnecessary stuff. If I'm not your type, I'm not your type. Cool. Boom. I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. That's fine. But for you to flat out say, um, well, if, yeah, there's skinny girls who's not attractive. But if you have a shape, like a pretty woman, won't never have to work. 
you got you know if you know how to look if you know uh what to look like and all of that you always get chose why is it always why are we pushing this narrative that you got to be chosen choose yourself because ain't nobody choosing your ugly ass sir let's be clear you was on what a one two maybe three season of, seasons of wild and out and you were irrelevant on that show what else have you done you were, i think he was on soul plane possibly i think he was on soul plane who has seen all of soul plane soul plane was decent no one um but like let's be real stop pushing this narrative that you got to be a certain size to be considered beautiful because that's what we teaching kids that's when kids are four years old calling themselves ugly no 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 no. see my niece is not my niece is not be like she randomly told me tt do you know what you are what baby you are a snack i said baby tt is a meal so now (laughs) so now she'll be like tt do you know what you are what baby you are a buffet (laughs) i said you right you are right, honey. So, Corey, and these two small jackets that you keep wearing, that you look like Marlon from White Chicks, at the moment you exhale, it's just over for anybody in the surrounding area. You can go let Stevie Wonder guide you in the middle of oncoming traffic. And I mean that. We don't want nothing to happen to Stevie. But you can you can let stevie guide you to into oncoming traffic while you drink orange juice after you just brushed with mint toothpaste your hoe so we're back and i just got i have a question that i need answered you know do you feel like men cheat or 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 let me let me restate this do you feel like there's a difference between men cheating and women cheating because the video that i came across while doing what i do wasting time um and procrastinating the video that i came across on instagram this chick basically gave her perception on why um women should not act like men basically to give a synopsis of everything she said because it was all bullshit anyway um she believes that men if they cheat you know then it's just it's enough or okay or to a certain extent is whatever but if let's say a man and a woman is married if a woman steps outside of her marriage and sleeps with another man man then that is cheating she said that it that right there is cheating a man a man sleeping with another woman and eh, but a woman stepping outside of her marriage and sleeping with another man that is not cheating I, it's the same action different genders same action but hey she said because for women cheating is emotional i know of some females who (laughs) they got a lineup and it's just d on demand they come when they want they tell the dude to come when they want them to and leave when they say so so 
for everybody it ain't emotional yes women we are emotional creatures but for all women our emotions don't control every action and every aspect of our lives now just to kind of further explain what she was saying she was saying that men are animals and that they um they see a piece of meat and they basically go they want that piece of meat but they want to come home to their wife and they want to come home to like that nurturing space whatever okay The, the people in this generation are testing my patience. Like at this point, I just, I want to be old already. I wish I was old because y'all really testing me. Y'all trying my spirit and I don't like it. So, like I said, she said, if a woman steps out of her marriage, it is hot in this car, Jesus. Oh, Father God, it is hot. But <laughs> she said, if a woman steps outside of her marriage, then that is considered cheating. But if a man does it, basically, it is what it is. Why you can't hold a man accountable for his actions? And then what? just before that part, the comments under this video was even more, even more stupid than her. Uh, than her actual this how pissed off i am i jesus the comments under her video one said one person said y'all um y'all not dealing with no real ninjas a real ninja yes i said ninja i don't really like the n-word but a real ninja don't uh know never to kiss a random in the mouth and never to do oral with a random y'all out here um like i hope you come across a real one and not da, 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 da. if that's what a real ninja is i don't want one i'd rather have me a good man a good solid man than a real ninja because a real ninja gonna get you put in real jail and real bail money needs to be set and i enjoy my real freedom so <laughs> like uh-uh, I want me a good man that's not gonna put me in predicaments like that. Like, I don't want, I don't want us to get stopped by the cops and you tell me put this in your purse. Uh-uh, no, 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 because I'm gonna be the one to hand it over. Hey, this is not mine. This is his. This is his full name. This is his address. His sister live here. His mama live up the street. He got a dog named Spot. All of that. I don't want no real ninja. I want a good man. Okay? I got a good man. Let me say that. <laughs> Before I got things I need to answer. <laughs> I got a good man. Okay? So, but when you give dudes this out, in a sense, where you don't make them have to hold accountability for their actions, well, you know I'm an animal. I, you know, I they don't mean nothing to me. And when, I don't understand why dudes say that. Man, yeah, I did it, but you know, she ain't mean nothing to me. What? And one thing the girl said in the video was, um, you know, men are animals. They go and they, you know, they see a piece of meat. They want a piece of meat, but they're thinking about their wives. Any man that made a commitment to me under God in front of witnesses that calls me his wife 
Calls me his wife now. Saying to the death do us part. You not thinking about me while you laying on top of another chick. No, because any man that's made that commitment to me would never want to hurt me that bad. Would never want to intentionally hurt me. Now, just because you settling, because a dude is going to pay your bills, somebody is going to keep your lights on. Because she was like, you know, women don't need to act like a man. Because, see, me, I don't have a problem finding a dude to take care of me. Why are you finding a dude to take care of you? Why is that? Now, if you can't take care of you first, that's an issue. Let's 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 touch that. You need to be able to take care of you. I'm not really on the search and the hunt for someone to take care of me. Now, if you give me that option, then cool. But one thing I can't stand is uh, you wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me type person so to give dudes that out and to give dudes that lack uh or a reason to say hey i don't have to be held accountable for my actions because i'm an animal yeah bitch you a dog like a rottweiler in this hole like whole pit bull some of y'all is just cocker spaniels just <laughs> but <laughs> help Jesus but like you settling for someone stepping out on you as long as they can keep your hair done your nails done and keep you in a new purse is basically what you're saying that's how that's what I'm taking it because a real man not a real ninja a real man a real good man is going to take responsibility for his actions he's going to hold himself accountable before I even have to do it He's going to hold himself accountable. He's going to acknowledge his wrong, accept his wrong, apologize for his wrong. Baby, what can I do to fix it? That is if he did a wrong. If it got to a point to do a wrong. Now, a real ninja, he going to have you on either in a starting lineup or you just going to be on rotation. I'd rather have a good man that treats me like a priority and I know I'm a priority than let me let me stop saying I'd rather have cuz I got one. I I, <laughs> I got a good man that treats me like a priority than to have I then me having a real ninja that treats me like an option. I'm not trying to be a part of nobody starting five. I don't want to do that I only deal with on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays and every other Saturday. Like, no, y'all can keep that. If that's fun for y'all, that's fun for y'all. That's a headache that I don't want. That's like working the whole nine to five and not getting paid for it. All for the fact of me saying I got a real ninja and I can post them on Facebook. And yeah, we getting it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's how you end up in jail. Stupid. so the topic for hey honey this week i mentioned i think in the last episode or the episode before that that your girl started going back to counseling or to therapy whichever one you want to count whichever one you want to call it um 
and I started going back for multiple reasons. The main one was with me being in a new relationship. I don't want to take old things into a new relationship. I don't want to take things that I haven't healed from or even haven't attempted to heal from into a new relationship. And it's not just about the relationship. Don't get, you know, take it that way. Um, it's parts of me that I needed to heal. So it's, it was, it was kind of inevitable for me to go. It was the best thing for me because I knew that it helped me once before. But y'all, <laughs> the the work that you got to do when you really have to sit down and look inside yourself and expose things within yourself to yourself, not somebody sitting and picking out your flaws and pointing them out to you. When you have to sit with you and you have to point out your flaws and you have to point out a b c and d that's a whole different level of emotions when i say i've been on an emotional roller coaster like vivian green going up and down and round and round listen and the lady told me um she was like you know usually this is where people give up this is where people stop because things start the questions start to get more difficult the examination of yourself your inner self starts to become more difficult and it becomes harder to face the truth so now it's kind of where you know rubber meets the road um now i haven't had buku sessions nothing like that but like even in the beginning stages of it is it's enlightening but at the same time like i said when you have to put in the work when you have to sit with you and examine you that's a whole different feeling like that's that's oh jesus um so like one of my first homework assignments was i had to write down my core dysfunctional values And your core dysfunctional values are more so like your subconscious sayings to yourself. Because whatever uh, you believe, that's what your life will represent. Like whatever your core dysfunctional values are, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve all of that. Even though your conscious mind, you know what? I deserve love. I deserve respect. Your subconscious when you feel like you're not worthy you're not all of these things you're a b c and d your life reflects it because those are your beliefs this is these are the things that you have to unteach yourself the or not unteach i don't think unteach is a word these are the things that you have to unlearn and replace them with positive functional values um, I think that's, I think those are the words. Yeah, positive functional values. So, some of my core, dis- so some of my, sorry, I had a technical difficulty. I don't know why. But some of my core dysfunctional values included um, for self, I'm not worthy 
of good things or grace. I'm not attractive. I will never be as pretty or beautiful as my sister, mom, or friends. I am the ugly duckling that will that will never blossom into a beautiful swan. And that's just I have a whole list in each category. But uh, the categories are sorry I should have told you the categories self relationship and life so that was self this is relationship just to give you a couple um I don't deserve love or healthy love I would never be rescued my idea my idea of fairy tale doesn't exist um boundaries don't exist and for life my happiness shouldn't be a priority um what I want doesn't matter I have to have control and I don't have the right to speak up and say what makes me uncomfortable or what I don't like those are just a few of my core dysfunctional values um in each category now here's the thing the topic for because I think I said it but I'm not all the way sure you have to put in the work you have to put in the work for yourself you have to put in the work to heal yourself to rescue yourself my homework assignment for this week is I have to um, find in each category like one or two things that contradicts the things that I wrote down and have I started no Will I wait to the last minute? Possibly. Will it get done? Definitely. But <laughs> I, though some of those uh, dysfunctional values come from um, me being molested and the things that I was told while I was being molested and the things that I was made to believe. Boundaries don't exist because this person violated me and even when I wanted him to stop and ask him to stop, he wouldn't. Um, my happiness doesn't matter. Um, I had a point where we were talking and she asked me, why is it easier for you to try to protect others from hurt? Like, why do you try to protect others instead of protecting yourself? Why is it that you do your best to shield others from hurt and, you know, not yourself and my honest answer was I don't know how it's going to be times in your life where you just don't know how you don't know how to shield yourself from hurt you don't know how to protect yourself but you know you will fight to the ends of the earth for the ones you love my friends my family my loved ones even my boyfriend I will fight for the to the ends of the earth to protect them from hurt but I don't know how to protect myself even now like I said I don't know I feel like I don't have the right to speak up and say what I don't like or what I'm uncomfortable with I will to a certain extent if it's just uncomfortable to the point of yo 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 (laughs) I'm finna be pissed off or something but as far as hey I really I don't like that I don't know how 
I don't. It's going to be times where you don't know how, but that does not mean you stop working to figure it out. You have to put in, sorry, you have to put in the work. You have, you have to keep pushing forward and putting in the work for yourself. This doesn't stop. Your life doesn't stop. You, someone told me, in fact, I think it was, my boyfriend told me, my boyfriend told me, he was, he was like, it's never too late. I said, honestly, sometimes I feel like it is. Because I feel like at 28, I should be further along than what I am, more established than what I am, all of these things. Because in my mind, my I had my life, in a sense, planned. But when plans don't go right, when things get knocked off, <laughs> that's when you're really tested. And I kind of discovered through this whole self-discovery thing <sighs> y'all I told you I've been on an emotional roller coaster that I focus on perfection in a sense I focus on perfection in every aspect of my life and when I don't have perfection it causes me to spiral and it causes me to spiral in a negative way so now i I'm trying my best to focus on progress I'm trying my best to work as work as workers focus i'm trying my best to focus on progression but that doesn't mean my work stops my work doesn't stop with okay well i figured out what my bad qualities are boom i'm healed no now the work comes to change my core dysfunctional values it's not going to be easy it's not i have cried more than i i have cried in a minute i have been frustrated i have felt like you know what this ain't it <laughs> this ain't for me but i know in the long run i'm gonna be so much at peace i'm gonna be healed i'm gonna be it's i'm gonna be able to speak from a place of healing and from a place of you know what yes i went through this yes this happened but not only did I get over it, I got through it, and it's a part of my story now. And it's going to be a part that people can relate to. The things that you're going through now may not be for you. It may be for someone else to see that they can make it through it because you made it through it. But you got to put forth the work and the effort to make it through it for it to be your testimony so somebody else can reach it. So it can reach someone else. Your difficult time. It sucks right now, especially in the midst of it. It sucks. Please trust and know that I understand that. It sucks. But it's not for you. Sometimes our pain isn't for us. Our pain is for our progress for someone else's healing, if that makes sense. Sometimes our pain, we have to endure pain to reach a point of progression for someone else to heal that's the best way I can put it so put forth the work your work doesn't stop your work does not stop with just discovering one thing okay now how can we change the thing what's the solution to the thing what's the how do we evolve from the thing don't stop working 
because the person that you're going to be in the end of this, the person that you're going to be out of the storm is going to be so much stronger, so much more at peace, so much more filled with joy. You're going to have a story and a testimony that no one else can touch. I love you. Welcome back. We have reached the end of the show. Thank you, Jesus. I don't think I, I don't think any throughout this show I, <laughs> I named with what each segment is. I'm just trying to throw everything out there and get it done. Um, if you're new, the first segment that you listen to after my intro is called "Just Scrolling," where I just scroll across this ghetto ass internet and tell you what I find. The segment after that was Unique Thoughts. Unique Thoughts is when I give my opinion on something that either I've come across or I give you a story time because my life is my life. Um, The third segment was Hey Honey, where I give you advice or encouraging words. And this segment right here that you're listening to now is called Unique Speaks. Unique Speaks, I either give you a poem because I am a poet and I thought you should know it. Or I give you um, a quote. Guess which one you're getting this week, listeners? A quote. You got it. If you said quote, pat yourself on the back and get a cookie. Uh, (laughs) But yes, you are getting a quote. Because, sorry, Jesus. You are getting a quote because I found this really good quote and I want to share it and because this is my show and I appreciate you for listening but this is what you're getting so this quote Lord if my phone participates there you go this this quote comes from excuse me Mary Ann Williamson it's just the English language Shanita Uh, (laughs) and it goes and it's one you probably heard before but and it goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain you're playing small excuse me your playing small does not serve the world there's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you we are all meant to shine as children do and as we let our own light shine we unconscious unconsciously give other give others pe- give other people sorry permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So, yeah, it was it was a long one, but I couldn't I couldn't just not do it and not it only give you a piece of it because the whole thing pertains to the whole show. You can't shrink yourself to make other people feel comfortable. You can't 
excuse me, you can't be afraid of your own light because you think it's going to outshine someone else. No, everybody has their own lane. Everyone has their own light. Everyone has their own right to shine. So stop shrinking yourself. Stop thinking that you can't. Stop thinking that, well, I can't be too smart because this person is going to think this. I can't be, I can't show that I'm this talented because they're going to feel this way. Stop protecting other people before you protect yourself. Fight for you, protect you, hype yourself up, and then go kill it. Because you a child of God and you got that right. Gosh, you are a king and a queen, sweetie. Act like it. Duh. Sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, that's the it. That's the it. That's the end for Unique Speaks. This is the end of the show. I love you so much for listening. Until next time, always remember L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you, red people. I love you, honey buns. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you are my people. And I got to go before people start flowing out this house and disrupting this podcast um, more than they already have. So until next time, I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.